What's up, fuckers? Welcome back to the Pretty Busy Podcast. I'm Lucy. I'm Lauren. And this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how to grow through a breakup. Keyword, grow through. Before we get into it, we're actually going to start a new segment, which is going to be super short. At the beginning of each podcast, we're going to be sharing the peak and the pit of our day. And we encourage you to do the same with whoever you live with, your friends, your family. Lauren, do you want to start? So my peak would be that I voted this weekend, which is really exciting. Also, a part of that peak is one of my best friends, Taylor, has never voted before, and I got her to come vote with me, so that was just a really exciting day for the both of us, and this was my first presidential election that I got to vote in. We love a socially aware citizen. Yes. Period. (laughs) So I was really excited about that. My pit would be that (laughs) when picking up Lucy's mail today, they asked for my ID, and I realized that I lost it when I was (laughs) voting. (laughs) And I turned 21 in a month. Is that a peak or a pit? Peak that I'm turning 21. Pit that I don't have my ID to buy alcohol on my 21st birthday. Yeah, fuck you for that. My peak of this week is, well, I have two. One, I think I'm finally able to say that I'm like in a much better mental health place. And I finally feel like I'm in a healthy routine and schedule, which is kind of unfortunate because we're already past halfway through the semester. It's about to change all over again. Better late than never. Yeah, retweet. But um, my other peak is that I finally got the new prints in for my bedroom and I'm starting starting to redesign my room for the fourth time but I'm very excited for that it I'm looks sitting really here cute looking at my it from here right now I'm looking at my room. I'm a big fan of Coco Chanel and so basically it's just become a Coco Chanel shrine in my room however the pit of my week is that I have a lot of fucking ant bites on my hands because I had to help my friend Connor puke when he was drunk on Saturday I know he's not gonna listen to this so if you are fuck you for that so now let's actually get into the substance of our podcast. We're going to be addressing, we had a request from one of Lauren's friends to do an episode on how to get over a boy. And we are both optimistic ladies. And so... We've both been through our fair share of breakups and heartbreaks. Oh, I fucking so. love it. I've been through two different this year with two different boys. I feel like I've we been, have a lot to say on the topic. I have a lot so. to say, period. <laughs> but yeah, I have a lot to say on this topic as well. So Lauren, why don't you just take it away? Okay, so my first boyfriend that I ever did dated we will not name drop I was 17 we were quote-unquote so in love I put him on a pedestal he was the most amazing thing that had ever happened to me oh god I thought we were gonna get married and have children which was- to be fair I feel like most people definitely think that when they're 16 17 oh yeah that's just a typical thing I'm gonna give you credit where credit's due basically it was just overall a very toxic relationship and unfortunately I allowed that to happen and I never really you know took the initiative to break up with him but I won't go into details all I will say is that he did not make the best life decisions he's a felon now we can say that yeah I feel like that's very that's a very good insight as to where I'm getting at he just was very toxic and I had to lie to his parents about things that he would do I had to cover up for him and then on top of all that our relationship was just shit because I wasn't getting attention as his girlfriend because I was always having to take care of him I wore the pants pretty much I was his mom basically which like let's put this into perspective you a were getting the respect that you deserved and which is the bare minimum the bare fucking minimum and two yeah. 
That's a lot to put on a 17 year old. As someone who's 20 years old and has friends that do that kind of shit, even now that's stressful to me. I don't know how I would have done that in a relationship. I was 17 and 17 year old me as well was way, way, way more naive and innocent than I am now. And so looking back, I honestly questioned how was I able to even handle that? Cause we dated for about nine months. It was pretty consistently problematic, the whole relationship. So yeah, it just was not the best. The month before we broke up, I could really tell like she it was about to go down. I New Year's Eve, my senior year of high school, we both got trashed and we did the deed <laughs> literally right after. I mean, right after. Like, like after he fucking nutted right after. After he fucking nutted, I'm sitting there butt ass naked. He's sitting there with his dangling out. <laughs> and he just looks at me and says, I don't love you anymore. I was just, my heart was shattered. I didn't even know what to think. And he was so trashed at that point that he just passed out. And I just remember staying up pretty much the whole entire night, sobbing my eyes out. And he just slept through me sobbing. And almost immediately after we broke up, he started dating this girl who I was already suspicious about. I just like went into major panic mode like any girl. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to text him. I need to talk to him. I want to talk. I need to stalk him on social media. Like I need to do all these things because I'm just panicking. So I went through my fair share of texting him at super vulnerable times. Unfortunately, like obviously I never got the response from him that I was looking for. He just blew me off and did his own thing. Which is really unfair, honestly. It is, but That's if why. he's the one that broke up with me, he's not going to feed into me texting him. No. He doesn't give a shit. He made his decision and he's moved on. I think that's also people, if you're listening to this and you're kind of going through something that Lauren is going through, this is kind of a tough love moment, but that's just the sad reality of a lot of breakups. The faster you accept that, the easier it's going to be to move forward. That was my biggest thing is don't text him after the breakup. Something my mom has always told me is don't reach out if you're not okay with them not responding to you. Mind you, there's a difference between being like, oh, I hope they respond and having anxiety from sending that text. Um, so yeah, first thing, don't text them after the breakup. Second thing, do not check their social medias. Like, do not check your, their social medias. Yeah, and I feel like I got really lucky because my ex of two years deleted everything. So I had nothing to check. Even now, post on his story before I click on it I'm like is something wrong because he that's how infrequently he posts and like that was such a blessing as much as I wanted to know what he was doing I couldn't and I'm so grateful for that the more you can stop yourself from checking their social media the less a thought of them is put into your mind and the easier it is for you to move on my coach always said practice makes permanent you know the more you practice something the more it's going to become a habit so get into the habit of making good decisions and then I think my last one coming out of both my breakups you know, don't make assumptions about where they're going or who they're dating now. Girls especially tend to be like, well, I'm prettier than that bitch and they're not going to last and he's a shitty person anyway, so he's never going to be in a successful relationship. And I think when you convince yourself of that, you're holding on to false hope. And then it's like, well, what if they do get married? Are you going to be like, oh, well, they're going to get a divorce. How far are you going to keep that going? So kind of switching from one year to the next, but I think also it's important to, to talk about your breakup first, acknowledge it and kind of allow yourself to heal and process out loud however it can't become a constant topic of conversation yeah I mean I think some girls tend to not address their feelings right away and then they blow up blow up but then other people they're always talking about their ex all the time and it takes them months and months and months to get over it because they won't stop talking about their breakup also i'm gonna be a bitch when i say this but it's fucking annoying when i was 15 i would reach out to this boy and basically blew up because i didn't know how to process my feelings i'm embarrassed for myself when you don't 
deal with your feelings like right away, right after the breakup. You let it build up and build up. And then you're going to end up looking like Boba the Clown months later trying to text them and being like, I miss you. Please respond to me. Like, please text me back. Also, this is going to sound like I'm a total fucking sociopath for this, but I would give myself a lot of times to cry. So like if I was feeling sad about something during the day, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to be present in this moment because I can't get this moment back. But tonight when I go home, I'm going to turn on my shower, put on my cry playlist, and I'm just going to fucking make like Niagara Falls and just cry. Um, And you also have to be careful with how much you allow yourself to cry. It's a scientific fact that when you cry after 12 minutes, that's all your brain can allow yourself to be emotional about a certain subject for. Past that, that is self-infliction. And I did test this theory last week. I (laughs) I usually give myself three songs to cry to on my playlist and I went for the full 45 and then the full 45 on repeat and I just realized I was crying for absolutely no fucking reason I had no re- like no reason to be sad at this point I was just crying 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 and I do think you had mentioned earlier like it's really annoying when somebody won't stop talking about their ex however I don't want you guys to take that as like you can't ever reference your ex or like things you've learned from your ex or maybe how no, they've hurt you not. in yeah. the future because your ex past relationships really do shape you. shape you. I mean, I can honestly say my breakups have shaped me so much out of other things in my life. But when you're always negatively talking about the breakup and always bringing it up, like it's going to be annoying for you and it's going to be annoying for people around you having to constantly hear about it 24-7. Yeah, I definitely know of some friends who like emotionally have dumped on me before. Some people have just constantly emotionally dumped on me and have been talking about a certain person forever and it just gets to the point where you you don't want to be friends with them and don't be that friend either like again your feelings are totally valid we've all been through a breakup however you know do it with grace moving on this is something i actually learned from miley cyrus and miley cyrus talked about this we on the Call love daddy miley fucking cyrus love her. she's a fucking she's queen. our icon in this apartment on call her daddy she talked about with her divorce with liam she made a pros and cons list so i haven't done this with a breakup but i did do this with something else in my life recently that was bothering me and i just made a list of pros and cons of my situation and was very clearly able to see why all my cons outweighed my pros and it was much easier to remind myself why this situation was not working for me it made it way easier to walk away from it and heal from it rather than being emotional I actually started doing this ever since my first boyfriend and I broke up after we broke up I was still in the mindset of like oh my gosh I want him back and I remember one of my best friends at the time telling me like you need to make a pros and cons list about him not y'all's relationship him what does he have to bring to the table what did he not have to bring to the table what was he lacking you know And if your cons list outweighs your pros, then most of the time that breakup needed to happen. And I also think going out of relationships, it's good to write a list of things that you learned from that relationship or even things that you might want in another relationship in the future. Because when you step into a relationship, having a clear mindset as to what you want and what you're looking for, nine times out of 10, you won't allow people to fail you because you know exactly what you want. And that... Dude, that is such a fucking good point. And you know what? That's so true because I think this year has been the year of me realizing the second people start treating me like shit, I cut that off. Like, snip, snip, bitch. Like, dead ass. Literally dead ass. That's just who I've become just from that breakup. And I don't even realize it's a conscious thing until you said that and I just put that all together. We're preaching right now. Bravo. You know what, guys? I'm gonna be honest with you. I quit therapy a couple of weeks ago and this has been my therapy replacement. I swear to God, this shit fucking works. Okay, next up this is 
a huge one for Lucy and I because we're <laughs> both guilty of this. Do not rebound. And when we mean rebound, we specifically mean do not fucking download a dating app. Don't do it. You know it's not going to get you anywhere. Because here's the deal. And I was thinking about this earlier. She's pointing her finger at me, y'all. Here's the deal because I was thinking about this. Is that most people getting out of a breakup, obviously you're sad. You're craving emotional attention. That's what you really want. You want someone to be there for you, to support you, to love you. So you're substituting that physical attention that you get from meeting people. Like nine times out of ten, the people you meet on dating apps just want to fuck. Like that's just the reality yeah. of it. You're substituting the physical or the you're substituting the emotional attention that you want and settling for physical attention. Which, and then you're gonna get your feelings hurt in the end. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Y'all all know that dating someone and having sex with them is way different than hooking up with a random because the sexual chemistry is completely different. It's a fucking waste Facts. of your time. I've tried this out a lot this Facts. semester. I, like, a lot. So I'm telling you, I speak from very personal experience. Don't fucking do it. Your bitches over here actually deleted their dating apps. We did. We deleted all of our dating apps. You know what? So we say, we know, can actually be noteworthy people to listen to now. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't miss it at all. I'm like, I don't either. It's kind of... Okay. Because if you're listening to this right now, guy or girl, dating apps don't work. They are a waste of your time. Tell me right now, like really, just sit there and think about this. When has someone that you've met from a dating app genuinely worked out for your... Well, you want me to say the only people that I know it has worked out from have been like five years older than me. When that is truly the only way to meet someone. But you know what? Here's the thing. I walked around campus for the first time a couple of days ago. I forgot how many attractive men go to this school and I was about to walk up to every single one of them and give them my number. If you really put yourself out there, you're going to meet someone. So stop relying on your phone, basing stuff off of photos, because you damn well know that that boy in your class back in high school who was kind of cute and y'all had like some kind of tension there that you flirted with, way different experience than this guy that you're trying to force yourself into a relationship with. We specifically don't want you guys to rebound off of dating apps, but just in general, don't rebound. Also, that's you how you know, get fucking like AIDS. That's how you get period. AIDS. You know in your heart it's not going to work for your benefit, so just don't do it. Save yourself the trauma and don't even download the app. Period. So Lauren and I were kind of talking about this. She mentioned this earlier. Surround yourself with supportive friends. For me, my angle post-breakup was accepting every fucking social invitation that I had. February was the best month of this fucking year. I went to concerts. I had a Sunday fun day every fucking Sunday where we got day drunk on mimosas. The whole fucking nine yards. I met so many like cool people and had so many new experiences. 2020 was shit. I would do anything to go back to February 2020. Like, what, literally one Wouldn't of the high all? points. But, like, it was genuinely one of the high points of my life. That month, I learned so much in such a short period of time, and I would wish that upon anyone. Lucy probably remembers I was having like sad girl hours about my ex and one of my friends from College Station called and was like, why don't you come up this weekend? So I packed my bags, like drove up to College Station, spent the weekend with my girls. We went out, we went drinking, we had fun, like we had sleepovers, we played games. And I came back from that like feeling so much better because time with your friends really does help you move on. Yeah. And as long as you're still taking time for yourself to just heal, it's okay to accept every social invitation that's thrown at you. To like, your it bandwidth. will make you feel better. I yeah, promise. To your bandwidth. If you don't listen after this, like, this is the biggest takeaway I want you to take from this entire episode is to envision yourself moving forward, not on. You have this choice that you can either sit and be sad. That's not saying your feelings are not valid, but you can sit and be sad about your situation. 
Or you can reframe this into a positive light and think about all the amazing things you get to do now that you are single. For me personally, it was I got to travel without feeling guilty about not spending time with my boyfriend. I got to go out and meet new people. My point is, is that there's so many amazing things you get to do that you're single. And Lauren brought up this great point. I was actually talking to a friend the other day about this and how you really need to enjoy your singleness because one day, if you choose to get married, you're never going to be single ever again. Ever again. And so I think that coming out of a breakup, so many people are like, oh, I miss them. I want to be back in a relationship. Just enjoy your singleness. Like You will never have that time back, ever. Life as a single person is so different than life with a partner. Everything you do with a partner is shared. Is shared. And so be selfish. Enjoy your singleness. This is really your time to be selfish too. Get everything you can out of your single life. Do whatever the hell you want in your single life because one day you're going to have a partner and you're going to have to do everything in regards to them. And I think another good one, because coming out of relationships, your friends will always be like, you know, fuck them. They were in the wrong. You were in the right. Don't worry about them. And honestly, sometimes whoever broke up with you, usually, you know, it it might be their fault. However, you do need to recognize that you might have been the problem in some areas of the breakup. And it's okay to fuck up. But learn from your mistakes and do better moving forward into your next relationship. But, But don't pretend like you didn't screw up if you know you might have contributed to the breakup making a mistake is only worth it if you turn it into a lesson and to kind of end it on something super positive and makes me so giddy and warm and happy inside is you have a whole other set of firsts to look forward to now i'm a fucking sucker for first being able to have like a first kiss with a person that you genuinely are in love with your first time your first date whatever it may be that is such a beautiful thing and yeah you can kiss a bunch of people at parties and stuff I've done that I've done that quite a lot this year but nothing compares to doing that with someone you're genuinely interested in for the first time in my head I pictured as that scene from Cinderella where they kiss and there's fireworks I'm such a sucker and like a hopeless romantic and so I don't even know like that just makes me so happy and there's so many amazing things to look forward to in life and whether you are going through a breakup or you're just listening to this because you enjoy the sound of her voice appreciate you by the way there are so many great things in life to look forward to and just because you went through a breakup does not mean that you're never going to find someone for you you will always find the person for you yeah. they will always come to you in due time what is meant and for you, you will... won't pass you by exactly that's the tea bitches thanks for listening also we have a very exciting announcement we made an instagram yeah so follow us at, at @prettybusypod and our personal ads are linked in the bio so you can go click those and find us through that. We're going to be super active and we're going to give updates on like when we post. Again, we're going to drop every fucking Wednesday. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye bitches. Bye fuckers.